Hello, and welcome back to Whispers in Your Head. I'm Eric, and I'll be playing some Arkham for you today. So this is the first episode where I'm going to be doing a scenario with my actual deck, not a pre-built deck for the prologue, like I did last time. And before I get started, there's a couple things that I realized after I recorded that I want to do address. First of all, I realized that I never once used the ability on Valentino's card, uh, where he gets to reduce the difficulty of any test by one if he spends two resources, which would have been very useful in a couple of scenarios, I think. I had a lot of money. I just sat on it and didn't do anything with it. Second, I realized that after I finished the campaign, I never actually read the resolution. So I thought I'd do that now for the sake of completeness. So just as a reminder, we were pulled into the spectral realm, and because no resolution was reached, because each investigator was defeated... Here's the resolution. Mr. Sanford, thank you so much for coming. I know you are a busy man. Your presence at tonight's meeting is very much appreciated. Joseph shakes Carl Sanford's hand firmly as he speaks. Sanford merely nods. I know you've only just arrived, but I have some private matters to discuss with you, if that's all right. Joseph continues, his narrow eyes shifting back and forth between the men flanking Mr. Sanford. Very well. The elderly man nods to his two enforcers, who step aside to give him privacy. He cradles his hands behind his back, his stature impressive for his age. His discerning eyes fall on Joseph. What's the matter? Joseph leans closer. It's here, sir. It's here in this very house. There's a quiet pause between the two men, and then Carl Sanford smiles. So we don't earn any experience for the prologue. In the campaign log, we record that four pieces of evidence were left behind because that's the number of clues that were on Act 1A. They got deposited on Act 1A when we were defeated. And then we move on to Scenario 1, The Witching Hour. It is a breezy November evening in Arkham, the perfect night for a walk through Independence Square, or so you had thought, up until the moment Anna Caslow offered to tell you your fortune. You agreed, though you would soon come to regret this decision. For each of the cards the Romani soothsayer draws from her deck, she weaves a tale of despair and misfortune. Judgment, temperance, justice, the hermit, the hanged man, the hierophant, the lovers, the chariot, the wheel of fortune. To complete her tale, Anna draws the top card and lays it in the center of the formation. Dominating the old, worn card is the ominous image of a towering construct of black onyx. A hellish storm rages over the tower, lightning coursing through the dark clouds. It reads, The Tower, 16. Even if the rest of the reading had gone swimmingly, the sight of the center card would have sent a shiver down your spine. As it stands now, it feels more like the closing of a casket over your body. You did tell me to give it to you straight, the soothsayer says. She sits cross-legged in front of you, wearing a stony, grim expression. From her unwavering gaze in her cold eyes, you can tell Anna derives no satisfaction from this reading. Simple misfortune is the least of your concerns, she explains. This is a matter of life and death. She motions to the cards surrounding the tower, each of them laid in reverse position, and stares at them intently. Arrayed against you is everything that you cannot see. You alone stand in their way, she says enigmatically. The lead investigator must decide, what can I do to avoid this fate? Or, this is bullshit. So I've chosen this is bullshit with my wife, so I'm going to try the other path. What can I do to avoid this fate? 
The woman nods and draws the top card of the deck with a steady hand, revealing it to you without looking at it herself. Depicted on the card is a single wooden wand surrounded by a pattern of broken stained glass. It reads, Ace of Rods. You must be ready to act, she advises, without hesitation, without regret. When the opportunity arises, you must set into motion the events that will change this fate. So we're going to record that we've accepted our fate, and we're going to add two tablet tokens to the chaos bag for the remainder of the campaign. And before we draw our opening hand, and so because of this, we draw one copy of uh, Ace of Rods and one copy of the Tower. So one is a, a good card, the Ace of Rods, and one is a very bad card, the Tower is a, is a basic weakness. If you're unfamiliar, the tower is a four-cost asset that when you draw it in your opening hand, you can't mulligan it away. You can't replace it. It says you cannot commit skill cards to tests while the tower is in your hand. So, yeah, you, you draw this thing. It's, it takes up a mull slot when you take the mulligan, and then you have to pay four to play it down into your tarot slot. The Ace of Rods, when you draw it in your opening hand, you can put it into play for free. It usually costs three if you draw it any other way. Um, and then it's got a fast action. During your turn, remove Ace of Rods from the game. You may take an additional action this turn, during which you get plus two to each of your skills. Silence hangs in the air as you peer into the tower card. The world around you dissolves into emptiness as you feel your eyes fixate on the onyx tower. Rolling thunder echoes in the distance. Do you understand now? Anna asks. There is no other sign of the soothsayer, only her strained voice. A bolt of lightning streaks across the sky. Do you see your fate before you as I do? Another resounding crack of thunder, and you are suddenly awake. Icy rain pelts your body, soaking you through to the bone. You are lying in the mud beside a wooded trail, and there is no other soul in sight. Okay, so we get to play some Arkham now. Exciting. So this is the Witching Hour. Uh, we have four Witch Haunted Woods chosen at random in front of us. And on the back of them, they all say, the frigid wind howls around you as you venture deeper into the haunted woods beyond Arkham. And so they're they're unrevealed to us. Normally, if this was multiplayer, um, we would be separated. Each investigator kind of is in their own little isolated area in the woods because we're sort of lost in the woods together. Uh, Agenda 1A says temperance XIV. So what is that in Roman numerals? I'm not good at this. Uh, IV is a 4. X, that's 14. It says, Remain calm, and you may peer into an uncertain future. The balance of the universe has tilted. You are the fulcrum. Be patient, and all will be revealed. And it's an 8-doom agenda. And there's a picture of, like, a raven barfing into, <laughs> like, vomiting molten lava into a chalice or something. <clears throat> that's probably what that is. Act 1A is Lost in the Woods. You have awakened alone deep in the woods south of Arkham. The mysterious soothsayer is nowhere to be seen. You rise up from the muddy trail and try to find your bearings. An oppressive weight hangs in the air. There's a picture of a witch next to a fireplace, or a hooded figure next to a fireplace anyway. Locations in front of you are connected to one another. You cannot enter locations in front of other investigators, not that there are any here. And then it says objective. At the end of the round, investigators may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance, and that is two per investigator, so two for us. So we got Duke, we got Ashcan Pete. We're going to start randomly at the So this is not actually something I'm sure on the order of and maybe 
people can give me feedback. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to reveal the Witch Haunted Woods first and then take my mulligan, you know, draw my opening hand and do my mulligan, or if I'm doing that first. I'm just going to do that first um, since I don't know. Okay, so I'm shuffling my deck in, um, well, I'm shuffling the tower and the Ace of Rods into my deck, giving it a good shuffle. And our opening hand is Stray Cat, A Glimmer of Hope, Take Heart, Moonstone, and Calling in Favors. So that's pretty sweet. We're going to keep the Moonstone and the Glimmer for sure. Um, the Stray Cat. Yeah, I'd rather see more Glimmers, maybe even another Moonstone or a Hawkeye. So we'll draw the next ones. Um, leather Coat, Take Heart. And another glimmer of hope. That's awesome. So we'll shuffle the rest in. Hopefully shuffle the tower to the bottom of my deck. Never to be seen again. Okay. We'll reveal our witch haunted woods. And it is the tainted well witch haunted location. Witch haunted woods tainted well. There's a green glow coming from the well. It is a three shroud location with one clue on it per investigator. So just one. Investigators at other witch haunted woods locations can commit one card to each skill test performed at this location and vice versa. A few tufts of grass are all that cling to life around the base of this old well. The rest of the landscape is sucked dry of color. It's a victory one location. So we can move back and forth to these witch haunted woods. We need to get two clues. Um, oh, I forgot to take my starting resources. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So I think let's start Duke a going. Let's see. Does this scenario have cards that would discard assets? I don't know. I don't think so. But um, if I did, I'd be very sad if Duke gets discarded. So I probably don't mind putting leather coat down but I want to investigate so I could put down the leather coat and then investigate using Duke so let's do that first leather coat second action let's investigate with Duke he investigates at a base of four and we're at a three shroud location location sorry so we will pitch I think both of the glimmers commit those to this test so four five six we are six testing on three for the investigate and I draw minus one so we get the clue that's a victory point and then I'm gonna use Ashcan's fast ability and pitch the moonstone to ready Duke uh, and then react from the moonstone the reaction on the moonstone um, after you discard moonstone from your hand play it paying its cost so I'm going to pay three resources to have Moonstone. Moonstone. So there we go. We get um, plus one willpower and agility. So now I am a five, two, two, four. And I've got a leather coat. So that feels pretty good. And then we have one more action. We are going to use Duke's investigate move combo again. And we're going to move to the, the right, although I guess direction doesn't matter here. And we're 
ending up at the Lonely Tree Witch Haunted Woods. Two shroud location, one clue for investigator. You cannot investigate at this location while you have between three and five cards in, in hand. And then as a fast action, you choose and discard one card from your hand. Then an investigator at a different Witch Haunted Woods draws one card or vice versa. Limit once per round. The ghastly likeness of tortured figures writhe within its bark, gnarled and emaciated. It is agonizing to look upon. It's also a victory one location. Cool, cool. Okay. The Lonely Tree. So lonely. We're here for you. Uh, so we moved in, and we're doing an investigate using Duke's ability. And that puts us at a four. Okay. Uh, so four on two. Minus two. We're successful. That's two VPs in the bag. Liking it. It's good. Okay, that's our turn. Uh, there are no monsters in the enemy phase. And then upkeep. We ready Duke. We gain a resource and a card. We draw Racked by Nightmares. Exhaust all assets you control and put Racked into Nightmares into play in your threat area. Assets you control cannot ready. Two actions to discard it. Feels like a good-ish time for this to happen. Um, I guess. So... There's, there's nothing that we need to deal with yet, although we do really want to see like a wither or something at this point. We've got the willpower starting to go, or that Hawkeye folding camera would be great. Okay, so that is upkeep, top of the round in the mythos phase. We add a doom to the agenda, and we draw an encounter card, and it's frozen in fear. We put it into play in our threat area, and the first time you perform either move, fight, or evade, it costs an additional action. And then at the end of the round, we test three willpower to see if we can get rid of it. I assume most people probably are familiar with the, the corset encounter cards, but I figured for newer players, I should read them at least once. I don't know. Let me know if everyone's like, yeah, 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 we know, don't bother. Okay, so then it's the investigation phase. What are we gonna do? We have a take heart in hand. We've got racked by nightmares. Frozen in fear makes like doing things generally bad. So it seems like a good turn to just deal with the rack. So we'll do two actions racked by nightmares because we kind of need Duke to ready. Um, interesting. So I, so I can't do Duke's move now, even if I readied with take heart. This is an interesting rules question. Um, I'm not performing a move action if I use Duke. So my, my question, my thought here, is if I ditch Take Heart to ready Duke and then use his investigate action, which moves me as a part of it, does that move uh, cost an additional action? I'm going to pause and do a quick rules check to find out. Okay, I didn't get confirmation, but I did a little research, and I'm pretty sure that Frozen and Fear only applies to move, fight, and evade actions or bold arrow actions on cards that say move, fight, or evade. So because Duke is an investigate that I'm doing, and it happens to include a move, that doesn't really stop me from being able to do it here. So the first two actions of this turn were Racked by Nightmares discard, then I'm going to discard Take Heart and Ready Duke. 
and then I'm going to exhaust Duke and use his investigate action to move to another witch haunted woods. Oh, I actually have enough clues to advance the act now, but I guess I won't just yet. And I revealed abandoned mine. There's a, it's a two shroud location, one clue. You cannot investigate at this location while you have between three and 10 resources. Well, I have three. Luckily, I didn't have between three and five cards in hand at the last one. Um, as a fast action, I can choose an investigator at a different Witch Haunted Woods and move up to three of my resources to their resource pool or vice versa. Unfortunately, I don't have that luxury. Um, <clears throat> so I moved in to do the investigate and now I can't because I have three resources. So I guess that, that effect fizzles. Cool, I just actually just got confirmation from Wern. Wern 212. Thanks, Wern. That uh, it's not a move action and it doesn't cost an extra action because of Resident Fear. Okay, so that fizzles. I can't do the investigate, so I don't do the test. And then that's the end of my turn, so I trigger the forced willpower test on Frozen and Fear. So I'm a five because of the Moonstone. I have nothing to commit here, so five on three. It's a minus four, so it stays in play. That's annoying, but because of Duke, it's not quite so bad. Fighting and evading would be harder, but it's, it's softened by Duke. Okay, so that's the end of the investigation phase. No enemies, upkeep, we ready Duke, we get a resource and a card. We ready my leather coat and moonstone too. Not that that has any effect. It's the Ace of Rods. That's kind of annoying. I don't even really want this. I don't want to pay three to get a, well, I guess if you pay three and you really need to pass a test, you get plus two for one test. It's really good, I guess, in the opening hand or better. It is probably discard fuel for, for Duke. Okay. Uh, that was my card and resource. Then we go to the mythos phase and we have a doom added to the agenda. Two of eight. Um, we draw an encounter card. It's a frozen in fear. Great. Two frozen in fears and they do stack. So I really got to get rid of those. Okay. Well, let's see. We're at the two shred location with one clue on it. It's a victory point. We can't just, we can't investigate because we have four resources, right? So we have an ace and rods in hand. I could use the Duke trick again to move over to the last location and try and investigate there. Um, or I could spend three to put the ace of rods down and try and investigate this location. Or I could just advance the act. I guess let's just advance the act and see what happens and then we can make our decision based on that. So we spend two clues. And we have Act 1B, Deeper Into the Woods. As the rain lets up, a dense fog rolls in throughout the area. Soon, all of the woods have vanished within a hazy fog. You call out for your companions, but none answer, because there are none. You grope blindly in the haze, searching for something, anything to which you can cling. 
Each investigator must randomly choose one of the set-aside Arkham Woods locations, put it into play in front of him or her, and immediately move to that location. Cannot be canceled. Each investigator spawns a set-aside goat spawn at his or her location. If there are four investigators in the game, the lead investigator spawns the set-aside Relentless Dark One, and each other investigator spawns a set-aside goat spawn instead. Each investigator then tests Willpower or Agility 3. Each investigator who succeeds exhausts the enemy and disengages from it. Shuffle one of the set-aside copies of Demonic Piping into the encounter deck. Place the two the other two copies into the encounter discard pile. Okay. Okay, so we spawn one of the witches, Witch Haunted Woods. No, not the Witch Haunted Woods, the Arkham Woods. There we go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Or we uh, move to. Growing up, you were always warned to stay out of the woods at night. Now you know why. Arkham Woods. So we are at Cliffside. It's a two-shroud location with one clue per investigator. This location is investigated using agility instead of the skill indicated by the investigation attempt. Atop a nearby plateau, you can see signs of cultist activity. You will have to climb the cliff in order to reach the top. Okay, so we're at cliffside. It gets a clue. And we spawn a goat spawn. And then we get to test willpower three. We are a four five. Uh, five on three. Here we go. It is the auto fail, so we don't get to exhaust the goat spawn. Goat spawn is a three three two hunter retaliate force. When goat spawn is defeated, each investigator at this location takes one horror. Okay. Well, maybe that was the wrong call because we could have. Oh, and we have to shuffle one of the set aside copies of demonic piping into the encounter deck and the other two in the discard pile. Wow, so that's rough. If you draw one of them, right? Because demonic piping says it's a, a power terror traded surge. Revelation, if Piper of Azathoth is in play, deal one horror to each investigator at its location and each connecting location. Otherwise, put demonic piping into play next to the agenda deck. If there are three copies of demonic piping in play, discard them and spawn the Piper of Azathoth engaged with its prey from any out of play area so yeah so if that last copy gets shuffled onto the top and we draw it we get the piper of azathoth who is nasty he's a five seven two okay that is a sufficient shuffle there we have advanced the act that just did bad things for us Act 2A, Witch Hauntings. Whatever arcane rites are being practiced in these woods, they are attracting the attention of all manner of vile beasts, the likes of which have never been seen. Is this what the soothsayer was trying to warn you about? Locations in front of you are connected to one another. Similarly, uh, if so we just need one clue to advance this. Okay, but we have to deal with this goat spawn, huh? And I've got Frozen and Fear which means that Duke's one fight action would take all three of our actions, and he can't possibly defeat the goat spawn, who is just a jerk. He's three. I would be attacking at a four on three. I've got the leather coat, which is good. I guess we fight it. 
because what else would we get? I mean, we, I guess I could try and evade it. I am a four. That's actually better odds. So yeah, let's try and evade the goat spawn. Four on two. Which is our singular action for the round, but it's a minus two, so we are successful. Goat spawn is evaded. Also, it doesn't the retaliate keyword wouldn't have triggered, right? So that was our three actions because of the two frozen and fears. And then at the end of the round, we test five on two for the first frozen and fear. We draw minus one, so we discard that. And then five on two again. Good shake here. Is a tablet. Tablets are a minus one. If you fail, after this test resolves, draw the bottommost treachery in the encounter discard pile. So we don't fail. So we get rid of both of those frozen and fears. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, I guess it could have gone worse. Um, enemy phase, nothing. And then the goat spawn readies, engages back with us again. Upkeep, we get a card and a resource. So we go to five resources. We draw a wither, which is pretty nice here. <laughs> really needed to see that. Uh, we add a doom, taking us to three of eight doom. And a, our counter card is an evil pass, which just goes into play uh, into our threat area. It says, put evil pass into your threat area. If there's no copy of it in your threat area, if there is, discard it and gain surge. Forced, when the encounter deck runs out of cards, take two horror and test three willpower. If you succeed, discard it. So the encounter deck, if it's been a while, it's trying to mill itself, and when it runs out, all sorts of bad things happen. Okay. Well, that was kind of a benign one for us right now. I, don't, I think that the odds of us going through this deck in solo are bad, but I don't know. I've never, I've never done it. So, do we put the weather down? I think we probably put the weather down, take the one ping on our leather coat, and then start hammering on the goat spawn. We could do a duke attack, and then and then a and a wither. I guess let's do the duke attack first. So what is, he's going to be fighting four on three. I think actually, huh? This is a pickle. All right, so let's let's play the wither first for two. Um, we take an attack of opportunity, so we put a damage on our leather coat. At least that's not too bad about the uh, the goat spawn. Is that there's just one damage, and they ping you for a horror when they die. Okay, so we've got that down. Now we can do a wither, and hopefully draw a bad stuff token, which would reduce its fight, and then we could duke a four on two and be better odds. So withering at a four, five because of the moonstone on three, five on three. Second action, plus one. Well, we did a damage. We didn't get the result we wanted. Uh, do we shoot for the moon here and duke to kill this thing? Potentially. Ace of rods won't help us. We could try and evade it again. That doesn't seem good. I just don't like testing one up. Let's try it. Duke, four on three. We draw a minus one, hallelujah. Uh, goat spawn is dead, dead, as I like to say. That worked out very nicely. So that was uh, wither, well, play wither, 
use wither, and then duke. So those are our three actions. Enemy phase, nothing. Ready, duke. Draw. Scrounge for supplies and get a resource going to four. Scrounge would get us, let's see, a take heart. Oh, we have the two glimmers. I've forgotten about those. That's not good. I shouldn't have forgotten about those. Okay. Um, then we get back to the mythos phase. We put the fourth of eight doom on the agenda. We draw rotting remains, which is a three willpower test. So five on three. Zero. Nice. Nice to have decent will. All right. Well, well, I'd like to go get that victory point at the Witch Haunted Woods, but same situation as before. I have too many. I have too much money. I could play this Ace of Rods. <laughs> I can play this stupid Ace of Rods. But then when the tarot card, I guess we would have to play it and then use it before the tarot card comes up. So we could play the Ace of Rods use duke move back to one of these locate the witch haunted woods and then pop the ace just to get a good investigate it's like a lot of investment but we just need one clue we can investigate at the arkham woods location the cliffside um and we'd be testing a four because of the moonstone four on two that seems decent but it wouldn't get us a victory point and man i like them them points i'd like to get three at least so let's let's be silly. Um, play the Ace of Rods going to, yeah, because we've got our Moonstone and our Wither. It's kind of our big thing. I'd like a Hawkeye, but who knows if we'll even see that in time. So I'll play three, play the Ace of Rods for three, and then we will use Duke to move back to the Witch Haunted Woods and investigate there. Um, we are a four. Yeah, four on two. Four and two. Is a tablet again, so minus one. So we get that clue. Not bad. We have three victory points. We could shoot for the moon. I could pitch the scrounge to ready Duke and then move back to or go investigate at the Witch Haunted Woods. The last one. We don't know what it is. Um hmm. Or we just advance. Advancing last last action doesn't seem good. Phew, let's draw a card. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just thinking. I it, It'll be the tower. It was the tower. Um, so I can't commit cards to skill tests. That's almost not the worst right now because I'm, like, pretty decent. Although these Glimmer of Hopes are sitting right there. I guess when I pop the Ace of Rods... Yeah, when I when I do that, I can use the tower after that, and I, I won't be overriding the ace. I suppose that's an okay piece of their interaction. Okay, so that was my last action. Then in upkeep, we... Well, there's no enemy phase. Well, there is, but nothing happens. I draw a survival instinct and get a resource going to two. We add a doom to the agenda going to five and the encounter card that we draw is dissonant voices so we can't play assets or events for this round duke readies can't play assets or events so we can't scrounge we can't play the tower i think we just spend the clue and advance the act 
Act 2B, Strange Melodies. As you scour the woods for answers or a path that would lead you back home, you find yourself drawn off the beaten trail by a mesmerizing melody of silvery pipes. Deeper into the damp, hazy woodland you delve, searching for the source of the strange music. Finally, you come upon a foggy clearing, at the center of which lies a half-rotted tree stump. An old but delicately carved wooden flute lies atop the stump, silently beseeching you to approach. The moment you touch the instrument, the piping melody that lured you here is cut short, and the dense fog around you disperses with a sudden breeze. For the remainder of the scenario, investigators may now enter locations in front of other locations. Woohoo! With the strange fog dispersed, you are now able to explore the woods. You are unable to find the main path that leads back to Uptown, but this is your chance to discover more about the ritual the witches are conducting. Locations in front of you are connected to one another. Three clues to advance. Well, how do we achieve this? Because we got two, right? We got two in the Witch Haunted Woods for the first act, and we spent them. And then we got one for the second act, and we spent them. That's one, two, three. And there's... Okay, so I guess there must be three. One in that Arkham Woods location that we're looking at we moved away from. And then, I guess, two at the other one. So we can't play assets or events, right? We figured that much out. Which means that we can't recall the two Glimmer of Hopes in our discard pile. But we could pop the Ace of Rods if we needed to. So I guess let's go... Let's use Duke to move investigate. Okay, this is tricky. So Duke investigates with the base intellect skill of four. But the Arkham Woods cliffside uses agility instead of intellect. So we would be using a four anyway because of the moonstone. Three base skill plus four. So, okay. So we exhaust Duke, move back to the Arkham Woods. We're uh, investigating four on two. We can't commit cards because of the tower. Not that we could. Oh, I guess we could do a survival instinct. We draw a zero. We get that clue. Unfortunately, I'd love to pitch the tower, but we can't. So I'm going to use um, Scrounge for Supplies to ready Duke. And then do... That was one action, right? So we have two more left. Plus two to each of our skills. We could... I, I don't know what the Shroud location on that last Witch Haunted Woods is, but if it's high... Because these are all been pretty low. Two, three, two, two. If it's a four, it's going to be annoying. If it's a five or six, then we're kind of screwed. So I... I think that we actually use the Ace of Rods right now to attempt to do better, I guess. Yeah, sure, let's let's get rid of the Ace of Rods because we got to play the, the tower anyway, and we might want to do that next turn. So I remove the Ace of Rods from the game, and I get to have three more actions because that was one. So we'll uh, exhaust Duke again, move to the last remaining Witch Haunted Woods, which is a four-shroud location. Cool, that was what we... We're hoping it would, well, <clears throat> we're worried that it could be. It's the Hermit's House location. It says, forced after any number of clues are discovered from this location, each investigator at this location must discard an equal number of cards at random from his or her hand. Can we discard the tower at random from our hand? That would be so good. Oh my. I need to... <laughs> I need to check this. I think you can. Okay, yeah. I just consulted the internet, or specifically the 
Mythos Busters Discord channel, rules discussion, and a kindly person named Network57, the architect, helped me with that. And thanks, Network57. Uh, yes, uh, the random discard effects are able to hit the tower because it's a, not a hidden card. It's a basic weakness. So if we manage to successfully investigate here and we're doing so at a six on four, we could possibly hit the tower. That would be sweet. Let's see what we get. Minus one, we're successful. Okay, how do I, <laughs> I'm under the table, flipping, flipping. I don't know which one was on top. So one, two, three. Ah, <laughs> we got the survival instinct. That sucks. All right, so we get the clue. There's one more to get there. We've already, we've already duke once already this phase, right? Yeah. So that was two of four actions. So we could either get resources. That's like the last thing we need is that clue. Uh, I guess I draw cards for the last two. Stunning blow and a perseverance. Okay, that's fine. And then the end of the round, Dissonant Voices gets discarded. Uh, we get a card and a resource. Suddenly we have a bunch of cards. We get another wither. So we add a doom in the mythos phase we now have six out of eight doom and our encounter card is a rotting remains i just don't just not worried about that uh, i guess we could draw an auto fail or something but it, we're five on three i could dump a perseverance but i don't really feel the need to maybe this will bite me auto fail oh man <laughs> It's like I was asking for it talking like that. Yikes. So I take three horror. Well, I'm glad I didn't commit anything, I guess. Um, and I do have this perseverance in case it gets real bad. So I take three of the five horror. Wow. Rotting remains. You dick. Okay. <laughs> Let's try and get this clue. Um, we still have the tower. Now I can actually play the tower. No, I can't because I'm short one resource. Oh, right. I couldn't have committed perseverance anyway because the tower wouldn't let me. So weird. So we just, we could take a resource, play the tower. I'd like the withers there or the, sorry, not the withers, the, um, glimmer of hopes back. That would help here. I can't investigate four on four. That's just not going to work. So let's action one, take a resource. Action two, play the tower. And now the tower is out of our, our way. And then I want to just take a resource so that next round I can draw the glimmer of hopes. Yeah, I'll take a resource. Okay. We get a resource and a card in the upkeep phase. Oh, look, it's a Hawkeye folding camera. I think it's kind of late for that. This would have been amazing to have down. We would have had, oh, the plus one sanities. See, it's unlikely that we're even going to get any at this point. Um, whatever. So, get sorry, get any, get any more locations cleared is is what I meant by that. So, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's worth playing the Hawkeye at this point. Maybe it is. One more willpower would be good, and we just need to clear this location. So we put a doom on the agenda. That's seven out of eight. We draw another rotting remains. Oh no. Well, we have a perseverance. So that's good. I don't really feel the need to commit anything again. It either goes auto fail or, or it's fine. Five on three. It's a skull. Skulls are minus one. For each point you fail by, discard the top card of the encounter deck. So we don't fail. Rotting remains. Is, how many rotting remains is that? One, two, three that we've seen? Always just seems like I don't shuffle well enough. All right. Can we get this? So I guess first action glimmer. Yeah. Or do we do the, the folding camera? We probably do. I don't know how many more locations come out. I think there's just like a central location, but I, I could be wrong. So it's resource, Hawkeye, Glimmer, and then next turn we're, we're good to go. Is that too slow just for one willpower? And then we need to clear another location and then we get the Sanity? Just doesn't seem worth it. So no, we're just gonna action one, recall both of our Glimmer of Hopes, Glimmers of Hope, I guess. And then action two, use Duke, exhaust him, to investigate four on four, but we'll commit both of the Glimmers to go six on four and hope that we do good. It's a minus one. We get that last clue. Oh yeah. Ah, so that was two, two actions. I don't feel like we, well, kind of low on, whatever. Let's just advance the act because uh, we're gonna advance the agenda after this turn. Feel like it's worth doing. I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong. One, two, three clues spend those agenda 3b is the witch's circle revelation put the witch's circle into play in the center of the play area in front of none of the investigators the lead investigator spawns the set aside annette mason at the witch's circle forced after the enemy phase begins move each ready unengaged witch enemy once towards the witch's circle it's a two victory location three shroud with three clues Okay. It's not in front of any of us. It is it's connected to any of the witch haunted woods, which is where we are. Okay. Three clues on there. We spawn the set aside Annette Mason. There she is. She is the high priestess for combat, for health in this case, and then for agility. Humanoid witch elite retaliate. Forced after the enemy phase begins, discard the top three cards of the encounter deck. Spawn each witch enemy discarded by this effect at Annette Mason's location. If no witch enemies are discarded by this effect, ready her. Come on, sisters, our time is now. She's a victory too, and she does one damage and one horror. So she spawns there. <laughs> Act 4A, a circle unbroken. You come across a clearing where a ritual circle has been constructed. Several hooded figures stand around it in a trance unaware of your presence. Overlooking the ritual is a powerfully built woman who brandishes a long, wavy dagger as she sees you approach. Leave this place at once, she commands. Locations in front of you are connected to one another. Objective, if Annette Mason is defeated, advance. And if there are no clues on the witch's circle, advance. So we could either go clues, which is harder, actually, for us, because I think we could probably deal... This is a, sh a three-shroud location... We're investigating at a four. And she's a four combat, 
But if we're successful, we do two damage. And a wither, we're, we're five on four. I guess it's about the same. But yeah, I think I was right on not playing that Hawkeye because we had one location. It would have... I don't know, actually. The one willpower would be nice here to be plus two. Oh, well. So what did we do? We did... Um, we did Glimmer. I suppose I should get... Uh, Get my little action trackers out because I'm finding it hard to remember exactly what I've done. Uh, first action was Glimmer. Second action was Duke to Investigate. And I had a third, and I was kind of hemming and hawing about what to do. And we advanced the act, and we have one action left. And there's Annette, and she's going to potentially spawn a bunch of witches. And we haven't seen any witches at all in this encounter deck. Like, I've seen, like... All corset and counter cards, basically, besides like demonic piping. So, stunning blow is good. I feel like moving there is a mistake right now. Potentially, we just we could just grab back our glimmers for a couple of big hits. Yeah, uh, I think we'll pay one one resource for the two glimmer of hopes. Glimmers of hope. That's hard to that's hard to do. Okay, so that's our turn. Enemy phase. She doesn't hunt, but she does do her forest ability. Oh, no, it's actually after it begins, discard the top three. And spawn each witch enemy discarded. If no witch enemies are discarded by this effect, ready her. Oh, I see. Cause she, so she would ready before, before the enemy phase. So we discard the first one. Centuries of Secrets. There's a Coven Initiate, so there's one. And a Diabolic Voices. Okay. Coven Initiate spawns at her location. It's a 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Revelation, discard the top two cards of the encounter deck. If this effect causes the encounter deck to run out of cards, draw the topmost hex card in the encounter discard pile. And they do one damage. So we discard the top two. It is a hex. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just uh, discard the top two. Okay, so now this is annoying. Uh, we ready Duke. We gain a card and a resource. We gotta like run in there. I guess. <laughs> so she's just gonna like spawn a billion of these Coven Initiates. I feel like we just need to have some ammo built up, run in, and smash Annette Mason over the head with, well, with Duke. <laughs> uh, okay, so we actually get to the Mythos phase and we advance the agenda. Probably gonna put. Let's put the demonic piper guy into play. I don't know. Agenda 1B, the rite commences. The moon reaches the height of its arc in the night sky. The trees begin to shift and twist in the breeze, as though made of something other than solid matter. Dozens of birds suddenly scatter from every treetop. In the distance, you can hear a faint melody, a pitch bending in the wind. A cloaked figure emerges from the darkness beyond the brush a vortex of magical energy coalescing at her feet. Are you the ones who have been meddling with our works? She wonders aloud, gazing at you suspiciously from underneath her thick hood. It is no matter. You are not welcome here, she threatens. Be gone or face the consequences. Discard all but the last five cards from the encounter deck. Ugh. <laughs> the investigator with the most cards in his or her play area must draw the topmost witch enemy in the encounter discard pile. Wow. I don't think I've got I think that my wife and I must have just like cranked through this real fast. All but the top five. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I actually counted to the bottom, right? One, two, three, four, 
five, and then everything else is flipped in order so that we get the topmost. The investigator with the most cards in his or her play area must draw the topmost witch. So we draw Priestess of the Coven. She's uh, she's the bad, yeah. She's got Retaliate. Priestess of the Coven gains plus one fight and plus one evade for each witch enemy in the encounter discard pile. Ooh, to a maximum of three fight and plus three fight and plus three evade. When the encounter deck runs out of cards, Priestess of the Coven readies and attacks each investigator at its location. She does two damage. So really, she's not a 2-3-2. Two, two. She is a 5-3-5. Five, five. Holy shit. Okay. 5-3-5. Five, five. This game is uh, it's hard, so though. And that was just the first part. Okay, we have 12 doom to go here so i have a f it's what seems like it should be the f a fair amount of time to go to deal with this thing um I, I i'm assuming she she i just i didn't even check the discard pile but i'm assuming she's got three discarded witches here let's see oh no no wow there's no there's no witches in the discard pile that's good i'll take it we got to take her out first. Uh, and that was just the agenda. So we, we draw the an encounter card now, and it's an Ancient Evils. Okay. One Doom on the Night Howls. Oh, I didn't read the Night Howls. Agenda 2A, the Night Howls. As midnight draws near, the forest begins to take on another form. A canopy of darkness overtakes the stars. The wind picks up in intensity, its whistling echoing through the trees. A dangerous power gathers deep within the woods, drawing only the foul and the foolish. Forced at the end of the round, place one doom on this agenda for each witch enemy at the witch's circle. Oh, okay. I thought I had a lot of time, but I don't. So I feel like I need to kill the priestess. Uh, definitely. And then, and then I go and try and murder Annette. That just seems like what I have to do. So the priestess is a two. I can exhaust Duke to attack four on two and get, it'll do plus two, plus one damage. Wish I had a vicious blow right now. Minus three. That's unfortunate. She's got retaliate too, huh? So she, she hits me for two damage. One goes on the leather coat, which goes away, and then the other goes on me. So I'm one of six damage taken. Uh, action two. Ooh, stunning blow. Is she a hunter? She's not a hunter. Yes. Okay, we're going to commit. So we're going to discard the wither. No, we're not. All of these are good. Oh, um, I, I haven't been keeping you up to date on my hand, I realized just now. Um, so right now I have two glimmer of hopes, a hawkeye folding camera, wither, perseverance, stunning blow, and a lucky, which I drew last time. So I could be lucky after that failed attempt and do two damage to her. But then I just realized that I, I could just stunning blow her and leave her here. Oh, but Annette will pull witches, won't she? Doesn't, isn't there an effect that marches witches towards her? No, it doesn't look like it. Oh wait, is it on the witch's circle itself? Move these clues. 
After the enemy phase begins, move each ready, unengaged witch once towards the witch's circle. Yes, I thought it was there somewhere. So there's lots of places to check for things in this scenario. So I do want to take her out. So I will use the lucky. It's my last resource. So I'll do the two damage on her. And she's got one health remaining. Uh, I think I probably just wither. I'm going to keep this perseverance around because I think I'm going to need it. And I will discard the Hawkeye. I'll, I'll commit the Hawkeye folding camera to be a six. Is that needed? No, I'll keep that. Five on two with the wither. Minus two. The Priestess of the Coven is handled. And let's see, that was one action with Duke, two with the wither, and I have one more. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six cards in hand. Seven if I draw one, but then I could, I have an, my, my random basic weakness is an amnesia. And I guess really the only two cards that I'd like to keep around are the perseverance and the stunning blow. Cause I could, when I'm attacking a net, I could use stunning blow and knock her out so she won't hit me for one round. I'm afraid of drawing two cards in case I draw that, but I don't know what else. I'll, I guess I'll get a resource for my third action. And then in the up, then the enemy phase begins and Annette triggers. So she discards the top three cards of the encounter discard. One is a coven initiate, two is a bedeviled, and three is another coven initiate. Wow, they were all at the bottom. Um, both of them spawn in her location. And when they both spawn at the location, they each discard the top two cards of the encounter deck. And there's one card left. So we discard the last card of the encounter <laughs> Right, yeah, I knew what that card was. Um, the last card of the encounter deck is Demonic Piping. And oh, look, all three copies of Demonic Piping are in play. Discard them and spawn the, uh, so actually, no, it's discarded. So here's Demonic Piping's wording. Revelation, if Piper of Azathoth is in play, deal one horror to each investigator at its location and at each connecting location. Otherwise, put Demonic Piping into play next to the agenda deck. So we didn't reveal it, we just discarded it. Uh, so that's good. So, okay, they put it into the discard pile and they kind of give you a bit of time before this guy comes out, right? So that was one card. Um, that effect caused the encounter deck to run out of cards. We draw the topmost hex card in the encounter discard pile. And I think that that, rev that effect stops with the one. Oh, we draw the topmost hex card. Well, I started to shuffle. <laughs> so demonic piping was not, it was not a hex. It's a power and terror card. So I guess whatever I started to shuffle. So I'll just look through here omen omen curse humanoid monster omen humanoid witch terror terror curse omen hex we get a racked racked it says revelation put racked into your play threat area you get minus one to each of your skills during the first skill test you perform each round and then for an action test three willpower if you succeed discard racked if there's an exhausted witch enemy at your location, this test is automatically automatically successful. So we're racked. 
Um, evil past also triggers, unfortunately. So we put, yeah, so it ran out of cards. So we take two horror, which luckily for us, we have a perseverance. So we're going to, oh no, we don't have one resource. We, we only have one resource. We don't have two. So we can't play perseverance. So we can't cancel the damage and horror. So we take two horror. We have nobody to put it on. And we are driven insane. Oh, no, we have Duke. Duh. We have Duke. I forgot. I was just looking at Ashcan, Ashcan's stuff. So we just put both on Duke. And uh, then we test three willpower. And now we really need to keep this perseverance around. Three willpower. I'd like to get rid of the evil pass, but not so, so bad. It's a skull. That is a minus one, I believe. Minus one. So Evil Pass goes away. Uh, that's the first Coven Initiate's effect. And I think we shuffle the whole encounter discard pile. And by the way, if I'm making a rules mistake and you're like yelling at your phone or your computer, uh, make a note, send me an email, go to whispersinyourheadpod at gmail.com or email that address rather and tell me what I messed up or message me, I'm whispers in your head on the Mythos Busters Discord. It seems to be the central location on Discord for people to talk about Arkham. So that's the first Coven Initiate. The second one discards two. It discards an Ancient Evils and a Dissonant Voices. I'm okay with that. It's kind of a weird thing. The milling is like sort of nice. So that was Annette's effect, right? That was at the beginning of the enemy phase. Uh, so she's got three Coven Initiates now with her there and herself. Or, and she is there, rather. So, wow, enemy phase. We get a resource and a card in upkeep, and I draw an amnesia. You're freaking kidding me scenario. <laughs> God. All right, so all but one card. What do we want to keep? Uh, the glimmers can come right back. The perseverance seems important. And a stunning blow is also good. So it's between those two. Perseverance and stunning blow. <sighs> I guess the perseverance, as much as I kind of want to do the stunning, I'm going to keep this stunning blow. This is probably a mistake. Oh, no. So that's weird. So perseverance is when you're assigned damage. Yeah, there's so many. There's one, two, three Coven Initiates that'll de deal me a horror each and, and Annette. So I get one turn. I got to go in there. And so there's no way Perseverance is going to help me, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, because I have one, two, three horror left between me and, and Duke. I can't really lose Duke. So I got to run in with Duke, uh, smash Annette once, and then... Oh, I've got to action move in then attack her and then somehow do two more damage so i gotta i have to duke attack twice so i need those glimmers and i need to be successful yikes okay where was i okay i drew that was an upkeep phase because i drew stupid amnesia <sighs> so i need like a setup round but I probably don't have time because now at the end of the round, the night howls forces me to add a doom for each witch in the witch's circle. 
which is one, two, three, four. Four witches, so four doom go on there. One, two, three, four, taking me to five of 12 doom. And then we have the mythos phase, which adds another doom. One, two, three, four, five, six, and we draw a rotting remains. Wow. Okay, so rotting remains, I actually have a racked in play here because of the Coven Initiate casting a spell on me. So I'm not a five, I'm a four, because I get minus one to each of your skills. I have just the stunning blow in hand, so I, I'm just a four. Four on three, I draw minus one and got really lucky there. Okay, and I actually, yeah, I keep the, so I've got a turn here, looks like the knight's howls will advance. It'll just straight up advance if I can't take care of everything right now, which I don't I don't think I can do. How do you even like investigate here? Because there's so many witches. I don't I guess someone you could like get the witch and, and draw her out. Cause yeah, they're all just kind of beefy. Just attacks of opportunity don't seem to want to let you do that. <sighs> Man. Stunning blow. So I could go in, attack with, do a stunning blow attack. I gotta take three horror because of the coven initiate. So I move, stunning blow attack, um, does two. Is there any way not to lose here? The racked is also a problem. I don't think there is. Stunning blow would exhaust a net. But she might just stand back up anyway because she's like crazy strong. Then I still have three horror to deal with, which I can take one, two on Duke, and then the third kills me. And if I stay here, I'm pretty sure that the agenda just straight up advances. But maybe I don't get a trauma. I probably get a trauma <laughs> or like worse. I feel like trauma's pretty bad with Pete. <sighs> Duke would be a three on four and Stunning Blow would take it to a four on four, which seems equally unlikely that it would be any good. Action one, Glimmer. Action two, move. Action three, Annette, damage. And yeah, they're gonna put one, two, three, four Doom on the agenda. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it'll go to 10. All right, all right, I have one I have one turn to try and dig myself out of this. So I guess first action, let's test the Racked, which is a four on three. That's not, that's not great. a skull i pass it that's good um action two we will grab the glimmer of hopes i suppose because we need some cards to ready duke for the hail mary uh okay so we got one resource we've got two glimmer of hopes and a stunning blow um, we got rid of our racked i could draw a card let's draw something good it's a leather coat that's friggin', well, it's not useless. It's actually got a combat icon. Okay, that's my turn. Enemy phase, Annette fires and she discards cards, right? Top three cards of the encounter deck. It's a, it's a priestess of the coven. Spawns, enemy discarded in location one. Uh, an evil past. And rotting remains. 
Okay, so she did that. Yikes. Um, none of them are hunters. One, two, three, four, five, unfortunately. So that's all she wrote, I think, because now at the end of the round, well, for, I guess we, you know, we get a card and a resource. We got a shriveling, which was just a bit too late. If we'd gotten that like two rounds ago, I think we would have been able to go and take her out because the wither's just a little bit too slow. And yeah, end of the round, Annette and her other four, which has put five doom, one, two, three, four, five, six, taking us to 11. And then at the mythos phase, the 12th is added and the agenda advances. Agenda 2B, reincarnation. A column of light flashes in the sky, coupled with an ear-splitting clap of thunder that resounds throughout the woods. The earth trembles and the wind howls as it rushes all around you, intermingling with what sounds like the screaming and shrieking of somebody torn in anguish and misery. That is when the flutes begin to play. Each surviving investigator is defeated and must search the collection for one random basic omen or curse weakness and add it to his or her deck. Each investigator who cannot suffers one mental trauma instead. Is that, I guess if you run out of cards. So omen or curse. Okay, so my random basic omen or curses are the thing that follows, two copies of the 13th vision, the other copy of the tower, and doomed. And man, I don't really want doomed. Um, mostly because I'd like for this. I mean, I guess Pete doesn't draw a ton, or really at all. Um but I don't want to end this campaign early. Let's see what we got. We got the 13th vision, so we don't need to worry about it. Revelation, put the 13th vision into play into your threat area. Investigators at your location fail ties during skill tests. And two actions to discard it. Okay. I guess that's fitting. Picture of a witch. So let's check our revelations. If no resolution was reached because each investigator was defeated and it was Act 4 when the scenario ended, go to Resolution 4. It was Act 4A. You collapse to the ground in exhaustion, your head swimming with otherworldly voices and the high-pitched piping of a hundred discordant flutes. The sensation fades as the circle's leader approaches, her powerful form looming over you. We cannot allow the spell to fail. Take them to the edge of the woods and make sure we are not interrupted, she commands several of the other hooded women. They grab you by the arms and hoist you up, dragging you away from the central clearing. You try to resist, but your limbs are numb and sluggish, and the cacophony of sound and sensations assaulting your mind has turned your thoughts to sludge. Eventually, after what feels like hours, you are hurled to the ground, and weariness claims your consciousness. When you next awaken, it is by the side of Hangman's Brook, where a small child is shaking you vigorously by the shoulders. Get back here! Don't touch them! the child's mother calls to the boy, and he recoils from you. Considering the state you're in, you wouldn't be surprised if she thought you were some kind of rummy. You brush some of the caked dirt off your coat and rise begrudgingly to your feet, wandering toward uptown. And your campaign log records that the witch's spell was cast. And your campaign log under mementos discovered record mesmerizing flute. Each investigator earns one bonus experience as he or she has gained insight into the Arkham's mysterious past. And we earn experience equal to the victory X value of the victory display, which is one, two, three, four, because we cleared all of the witch haunted woods. So we get five XP. 
Uh, you know, 13th vision. That's not great. But that's what this podcast is for. I probably would have just replayed this scenario until I did good. <laughs> so it, 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 that's fine. So 5XP. I need to think about what I'm doing with that. I think I wrote up a little guide on what I'm planning to use the, the XP for. Yeah, so I was planning on spending the first three on Relic Hunter to get a second Moonstone to the table. And then Stray Cats upgrade into Miss Doyle and her cats. And then Lucid Dreamings. Altered Fate seems good, though, huh? Uh, I have not played with Altered Fate, but it's definitely on the list of cards. So I'll have to consider. Uh, let me know what you think I should, I should go with. And if you... Get those thoughts in before I play next, which I don't know at this rate, <laughs> it might be soon because I'm feeling amped, but hopefully you enjoyed this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I attempted to be you know, informative as to what's going on at the table. Hopefully there weren't too many abrupt stops. I did need to pause recording a few times to like, check wait a second did i miss one of these triggers with a net and um the agenda causing doom to advance and all this stuff extra fast there's some weird triggers in this and i've only played it once before like last month so anyway thanks for listening this has been whispers in your head and i've been eric your inept ashcan peat pilot i hope to see you next time night everybody